Hello and welcome to the Art of Podcast, brought to you by Grand Lifestyle Magazine and the Public Arts Commission. I am your host, Tammy Vignes, and I am joined today by Marla Defoe, Danielle Pekarski, and Dean Opp. Hello. 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 How's it going, everyone? It's been a little while. It has. It's been a minute since we've done a podcast. <laughs> I feel like we were doing so many right back to back, and now we're uh, taking a little hiatus, but lots of, lots of exciting things going on around here. Uh, what was your hiatus for? Oh, well, let's see. I traipsed around the world. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, did, I did go overseas. I've been doing a lot of traveling. I just, uh, about three weeks ago, was in Holland and Denmark. So it was a, a long-delayed pre-COVID trip that was finally brought to fruition. So, yes, I'm, I was happy to, to get back to Europe and, and see the things. And it was very chilly, though, so I was not really a warm you know, nice vacation that way, but it was still wonderful. But yeah, I know we've all been kind of all over the place. Marla's getting ready for graduation. First bird to leave the nest. <laughs> Let's not make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> I know every, every post you put on Facebook has like the weld eye emoji, <laughs> like everybody getting sad for, for leaving that. But just think about the, the maybe the one last bathroom you have to clean now <laughs> oh yes yes that uh is for sure something I'm looking forward to and but I'll tell you what she has senioritis so bad I can't mm-hmm. even I can't even get her to uh put her dishes in the sink she's like <laughs> well I'm not gonna live here for much longer and um so you should just get used to doing this and so um, she's she's but she's ready. She's excited. Well, she's got to learn to pick up after herself now that Mama's not gonna not gonna do it. Uh, well, and she's sharing. You know, she'll have a roommate and oh, share sure, a room. Yeah. And yep. I'm like, you can't just throw your laundry on the floor. I mean, your roommate's not gonna appreciate that. So we have we have a little bit more uh, training to do before she's ready to leave the nest. Right. Completely. Yeah, it might be a little bit of an awakening for her. <laughs> Danielle, did you have trouble adjusting to? I mean, because you're the youngest here, so mm-hmm. um, maybe you have some advice for our soon-to-be grads. Well, I did move in with my high school best friend, and we were advised not to, but it worked out perfectly mm-hmm. fine, and I feel like I got really lucky in that aspect of it. Um, I would say take advantage of your food plan <laughs> because it costs so much money. And if you can get three meals a right. day there, just do that. Yep, three squares. Run, you're not going to regret it. Absolutely. It's, it's crazy because things have changed so much since I was in college, you know, five years ago. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just a short five just, years. Just, yeah, <laughs> and then some. But um, the my daughter's going to NDSU and the, the meal, <gasps> I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, but she's going to be a vet, so that's a good place for her to be. Yes. But we toured the the meal facilities, the lunchrooms, the cafeterias, and they have, like, basically, they have a coffee shop there. You can get coffee to order however mm-hmm. you want. They even have a place where you can bring in your own food and cook whatever you want. So, wow. um, so like, say you're craving stir-fry. You can just go buy all the stuff to make stir-fry and just go in there and oh. use their big... Um, cooking facilities right there nice. as long as you clean up after yourself i was I've just gonna like, say do you have to clean up after yourself <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, so i mean cool. things, and laundry is free now oh wow in the dorms so oh, i'm like yeah. my laundry was free too that really was huge my laundry was also free when i drug it back in my car to my uh, mom and dad's house <laughs> every weekend every weekend <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, 
funny. Yes. Yeah. It's uh, things have changed quite a bit. I mean, campuses just all over the place look so different and I mean, obviously technology is different and courses are different and everything's different, but it's, it's sometimes I, I wish I could go back, but yet at the same time, it's not at all on my to-do list either. But I just miss summer vacation. I know that's just it. And, you know, speaking of that too, I mean, I feel like now finally the weather is a little bit nicer. We're all kind of coming out of hibernation and there's all sorts of kind of fun things coming up around town. So we're excited to talk about some of them. So today we're actually visiting, um, with a couple of folks, um, with ArtWise. So, uh, Rita Haig, am I saying your last name right? I forgot to ask you. Yes, you are. Perfect. Yes. Perfect. She is the executive director at ArtWise here in Grand Forks. And then we're also joined uh, by Brian Paulson, who is um, a juror for one of the upcoming shows, uh, the uh, ArtWise Nationwide Show of Small Works. So, um, we're happy to, to have you folks here today and um, excited to kind of hear a little bit more about um, the show coming up, and um, I guess actually let's let's start with um, Rita. For you, what is Artwise? I know I've you know heard of it on and off over the years, but I'm not super familiar myself. So, enlighten me. Right. Artwise has actually changed considerably in the last couple of years. For twenty for twenty eight years, Artwise was more or less based in elementary schools, and we served elementary students. Okay. With a with a um, artists in the classroom program, we supported that. But that was um, it's no longer funded by the school district. So ArtWise moved to the mall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now we're focused, uh, we focus on children, but we also are focused on the community and the community of artists. So this show is kind of like working that, working the communication. Mm-hmm. We always want to, you know, artists to be able to communicate, of course. And and as they do, and also people to communicate about their artwork. Um, and that's basically why, why we're changing off our format. We usually have only local artists in the gallery or gift shop. But for May, end of May and June, we'll, we have nationwide artists. We mm-hmm. have artists from 28 states wow. in the gallery. And so we did a call, and Lots of people answered that call, and many people from Grand Forks as well. So we're excited about that. So we're just we're we're just hoping that this will just spur some more communication about artwork and about what art is, and people can come in and look at um, artworks from all over the country. Very and cool, Grand Forks. Yeah, that's that's awesome. That was going to be one of my questions was, um, you know, I mean, no, you're you're just fine for for answering that. that, But no, no, not at all. Not (laughs) at all. Um, But just whether you focus. um, So typically you focus on local artists and the the local scene. But this particular show you're drawing, obviously, from all over. I saw the the lineup of artists and it's quite lengthy and also from from all over. So that's that's really cool. So what kind of um, what's the process in terms of reaching out to these folks. I mean, I know the, the art community is small but mighty. And yeah. um, do you have, you know, just kind of a, a network of, of folks that you work with um, that maybe run other galleries and other art programs? Or, you know, kind of how do you how do you get the word out to, to come to Grand Forks or to send your yeah. art exhibit to Grand Forks? Right. We did a service called um, Cafe Listing. Mm-hmm. And it, um, it is mainly for artists and for people that are having art shows. And so we can list it for so so long, list the parameters of the, of the show, and artists enter. They enter, and that's when 
Brian Paulson comes in. Very <laughs> so cool. We they enter the show. We staff doesn't do anything but you know compile everything, and then Brian juried the show. And Very neat. Brian, we do appreciate the work that you've done. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brian, what what is your background? So, you're you're juring, juring, judging this show. I'm not even sure the right the right term for it, but um, you're the juror for this upcoming show. So, what is what is your art background? What does that look like? What's your history there? Oh, I've been in art probably most of my life. Oh, wow! And um, the uh, art I've looked at, uh, as far as images go was not unexpected. Uh, it's always grand to see how a mature level of work was entered into the show, yeah. too. And so uh, my background is is one of, uh, in Seattle, I went to the University of Washington, and then graduate school went to Washington State University, taught down in Chico for five years, two years up in Canada, okay, and came down here in 73 with family, of course. Yeah. And... Uh, We've been here since uh, July of 73 and uh, teaching classes and retired at the end of 2007. Good for now, you. During that time, I probably juried six national shows that I can remember. Anyway, there's a seventh one that I'm forgetting. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was in the days when you looked at slides. Okay. And you were sent a lot of slides. In other words, a very bulky box. Sure, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and, and looked at that. So I've had a lot of experience looking at a variety yeah. of works in different media. And I'm glad Rita and Piero, art-wise, mm-hmm. selected this show to be multimedia. Yeah. So we're not going just 2D or flat art. Sure. The ceramics, uh, a little bit of sculpture, even some CD, th- uh, 3D printing oh, pieces neat. Uh, have been in yeah. the show, which uh, always surprises me how yeah. they do it. I've never tried it. I've only seen it. Sure, sure. That's very interesting. So now the, the requirements or the parameters for... Um, the small works I was uh, noticing on the website, it's all 10 by 10 by 10, right? Is Correct. That, yep. So, and that answered one of my questions as well, is it's not just paintings. It's not just, like you said, 2D flat artwork. It's all sorts of things. Um, yeah, that's, that, I mean, that's really cool thinking of all the little small sculptures and things like that that people can create. I mean, it's certainly... Um, you know, I'm sure it makes your job a little more fun too, looking at all these different types of, of works and, um, you know, just seeing what, what's out there, what people can do. And I'm sure that art itself has changed a lot. Obviously, you've been teaching since, what did you say, the, the 70s? Uh, well, this, yeah. actually uh, 64. The 60s. Okay, so, so. you've seen uh, oh, quite the, the changes of, oh, yes. of art and, and the variety of art and what can be done. Like you just mentioned the 3D printing, which obviously is... A relatively new Oh, yeah. The arts uh, in the last uh, 60 years has really gone through cycles, mm. emphasis, media attractions, uh, commercialization, uh, you name it. It's it's really changed a lot. So when looking at a show like uh, is out at the ArtWise uh, gallery area, the variety really is almost a summation of what I've seen in the last 60 years. Oh, I bet. <laughs> yeah. uh, it, it, in, in terms of what painting techniques they, yeah. uh, who, what influences, that's a big factor, I think, yeah. in a lot of that work. And uh, So it was very refreshing to look at it, again, because I haven't juried a show for uh, several years. Sure, sure. So what is that process of juring a show? Um, do you get a little bit of the history of the artist itself and or themselves and what... 
um, you know, what their work is about, what influenced them, any of that kind of thing? Or is it just sort of sight on scene and you, you just kind of go in? I think it's the latter. Yep. Uh, we looked at the artwork in terms of a number being on the right side. So I wasn't a cognizant of gender and, mm-hmm. uh, and, and not influenced by any familiarity I would have with Grand Forks artists. Sure. So it was strictly looking at it as objectively as I okay. could. But you really can as an artist. You're always subjective. <laughs> you always have the a, truth a, comes out. Yeah, well, you always have yeah. a favorite. Uh, you have an inclination towards things that are Absolutely. maybe a little more colorful, maybe a little bit more patterned, uh, whatever. Right, just whatever your own preference mm-hmm. and taste sure. is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm sure that would be kind of tough to, like you said, really look at things truly objectively. I mean, can anybody really do anything truly objectively? Probably not. But uh, not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so is there, how many artists have, have are in the show? I mean, it looked like quite a, quite well, a few. Do you, uh, with... With Diane's help on the computer, we looked at about a hundred. And Diane is Brian's lovely wife, by the way, who's also sitting in the room with us. Yeah. <laughs> but <We> she's shot. <laughs> we looked at about a uh, hundred and four images. Oh wow! And out of that, I think I rejected nineteen. Okay. So I kept in a fair amount. Sure. And um, most of the art that we rejected really was a misinterpretation on the artists as far as the limit of size. Oh, okay, they sure. Went over ten inches. Uh, so we thought, right. Mm, mm-hmm. We've got to be fair about this. Yeah, so. no, right. absolutely. I mean, it's you know, if there's one thing that you can do to trim down the the show, it's sticking to the rules. <laughs> yeah, trimming down's a, an abrupt term. <laughs> I know that's probably know, us I a know, little I'm, a little callous. I'm not gonna pick on you. Uh, no, it was. Um, Exciting to, to go to jury through this to kind of get a feeling what wasn't really representative of, of the artist. Mm-hmm. In other words, you look at an artwork and you're kind of looking for a, an artist's personality. Sure. Somebody's input for their uh, their abbreviation of technique, art history, et cetera, mm-hmm. their, their, own in, uh, their own life like that. So I'm yeah. always looking for those factors. And it's a real mix. You can't pick out one and, and say that's it. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So now that you've chosen um, the pieces and the artists, have you then learned more about each artist and, and kind of what, um, you know, what else they do, what their, you know, style and influences? Um, that's not my style. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not trying to be totally uh, objective about sure. it, but uh, I didn't l- look too much about their background yeah. because I'm kind of more interested in the surprise you look mm-hmm. when you see the artwork rather than knowing their background and then that kind of trickles in sure. and, and uh, maybe I don't want to be influenced. Maybe, yeah. I, maybe I just want to look at it totally as is. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Nothing else. And I wonder how, um, you know, and maybe this is not a question that anyone can answer, but because of the parameters of being a small work show, I mean, I wonder if that's, if these artists typically work in that size or if it's something that they've, you know, they learned about the show and then they scale down accordingly. Good. No, and, that's a very good question yeah. and I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as an artist myself, yeah. I think over the years I've had to shrink down my art because my studio space shrinks down. <laughs> and my does family, it shrink down or does it just get more full with, uh, with art? Uh, you're correct. <laughs> <laughs> Diane's nodding over here, yeah. all of the above. <laughs> uh, yeah, you start, uh, the, the, the word crowding is maybe a polite way to say you've got too many things uh, you collected and mm-hmm. you don't want to give them up. Yeah. So as a, as a flat 
uh, artist, meaning 2D, yep. uh, I always felt sorry for the sculptors because they had to pile right. and store that, that work somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. And that's tough. And I didn't, I, I used the facilities mm-hmm. at, at the art department there for making prints. Okay. Because I don't want to own a press. That's become sort of a, quote, white elephant, unquote, sure. in your garage. They're, very, <laughs> they're, big, they're big and they... Yeah. They don't cooperate. Interesting. So your background as an artist is 2D painting and yeah, that kind of thing? Yeah, I think I started out uh, in high school with, as graphic design and okay. just drawing anything. Yeah. And um, obviously graphic design and sign painting. Oh, and so yeah, my grandfather was a, a muralist and sign painter, so I kind of picked up on that. But it wasn't because of one influencing the other; it just was a coincidence sure. of, of my uh, interest in getting uh, money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think the other the other factor was the meeting people. Yeah, yeah, uh, and right. it was and. In Seattle, because they have a strong union out there for sign painters, you just had word of mouth. Oh, yeah, yeah. tread on the union. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yes, yeah. Unions are uh, a tricky tricky business sometimes, that's for sure. I I sympathize with them. My father was a union man in uh, carpentry. Oh, sure. Yep, yep. So you're you're from Seattle. So that, I mean, that in itself, too, had probably a very large art scene. I mean, just it seems like Seattle is is kind of lots of music, lots of art. Um, That's... A great place to grow up and kind of get your get your hands and things. Do you come from a family of, of other artists? Not uh, outside my grandfather. No, mm-hmm. my my mother and father just weren't into that at all. Sure. And uh, the color green influences me too because out there, yeah, oh, <laughs> every, rightfully so. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah. Yes. So <laughs> someone noticed that when I first put up an exhibit at UND. She said. Jeez, I've never seen so much green in an exhibit before. So I thought, well, from yeah, yeah, that explains it. Uh, would you say that you have any artists that have inspired you or yes. with your creations? Yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, but uh, I don't want to start naming them because they're going to sound esoteric or if you don't know it. Or I, I would so say what the, style of painting well, do you... Well, it's probably a, a realism that's it's gone okay. that way because my grandfather painted that way. Um, my parents and, and the people that were so-called relatives, my father had a large family, they were all into the realism, so to speak, mm-hmm. like that, sure. of life. And so you kind of picked that up. But later on, it was abstraction to learn composition and then sort of traping back into the realism like that. I couldn't get it out of my uh, blood. That just sounds mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> too medical, but anyway. Do you have a, a certain, um, I mean, is it is it watercolor? Is it acrylic? Any type of, um, you know, certain paint or certain... Um, it's gone through the yeah. cycles. Okay. I think as I was an art student, you were introduced to oil painting. You sure. were introduced to acrylic painting. You were introduced to painting. Mm-hmm. And you were around a lot of other people. And I think that influences you. You can't help mm-hmm. that. Right, right. And the other artists locally in Seattle, like you mm-hmm. said, the art scene was large. It still is. Yeah. And uh, that was the faculty at the university were my influence too. Got to mm-hmm. know them, very good bunch of people. And uh, the later on, it was just a matter of studying and mm-hmm. picking it up. Cubism was maybe my first uh, uh, love of that. And somebody asked me that at a, at a wedding reception about twenty years ago, and I and I said I don't have any one artist. It's yeah. sort of like thousands of artists just picking up their influences, bits right, and pieces right. here and there. And, 
Well, I bet you love traveling and, and going to, to different museums and galleries and no. things like that. You don't, no. really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the travel part, I'm not crazy nuts about that. Yeah. Uh, I know that's a functionary thing. You, sure. you can't get away from suitcases and, yeah. and planning, et cetera, like that. But yeah. But then again, when we were over in Europe, I, I, you felt a little squeamish because uh, out of a family of four, one was interested in this particular issue. <laughs> the other three, uh, you know, fatigue could set in. Right. Uh, you know, Lots of yawns. <laughs> yeah, entire. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so tell me about or tell us about um, other shows that you've, that you've juried and, and you know, how, how this one differs possibly from, from what you've done before. And yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. Um, how does it differ? Uh, I think one of the first shows I, I, uh, juried was in LaGrange, Georgia. And mm. It was a national show, multimedia, all across the spectrum mm-hmm. of everything. And, and the things I juried in, I was surprised some of the artists sent in these huge pieces. Oh, wow. You know, and shipping is not inexpensive. No. And uh, I just was floored. But it was uh, a new museum in LaGrange, and uh, it was a wonderful show to pick up like that. But, uh, gee, whereas when you start looking at a 1,000 oh, wow. in this case, maybe 1,100 artists' images, it gets it's very taxing so Mm -hmm. you go over it for five six seven times before you kind of narrows down sure and then you can get a feel for what uh, a cohesive show should look like and then when you get done you look at anything this isn't as cohesive as i think it should have been (laughs) i always have have second thoughts right well i'm sure it's just kind of you know second nature to second guess yourself yes um and I'm sure, you know, I'm, I'm thinking with this show and choosing the pieces, like you said, you, um, if somebody went over the, the 10 by 10 by 10, um, they were pushed aside for now. Um, <laughs> but with the other shows, I mean, what type of, um, you know, regulations were there or were you just looking at, like you said, something that felt cohesive to you at the time when you were, when you were choosing the pieces or um, was there a, you know, some sort of guideline for you to follow with with what you were looking for depending on the show none of those sh- uh, shows that i juried had any restrictions as far as either subject matter okay. only size okay on some of them on others not so sure but for instance i went to watercolor usa in springfield missouri and juried that show well it was all watercolors mm-hmm. and water media excuse me sure. uh, so uh, that was a restriction in itself but then again it was a joy to see the professional level of these people from across the U.S. Mm-hmm. entering this show, mm-hmm. which was a, a pre- fairly prestigious show, and I was quite honored to be asked yeah. to be a juror there, and and looking at their work, and I expressed the same thing to the uh, curators at the museum there that uh, I was very impressed with this show and some of these people giving him a hundred dollars mm-hmm. for something that looked like the guy maybe spent four hundred dollars on the frame alone. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> was, uh, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you, you kept that memory yeah. when you were looking at the work, but right. it was it was a pleasure, and it was also a pleasure going to these different venues, yeah, or museums and meeting the people behind the shows, how they set up a show, mm-hmm. uh, who who finances it, uh, who shows up to um, um, help uh, with the museum mm-hmm. um, people, the membership, things like this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was a, it was always a, a tricky balance to to talk very politely and <laughs> instructively and carefully, you know, with these people who are the longtime 
associates yeah. with the museum like that. So there was never any uh, dogmatic insults or anything. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I kept opinions uh, right. pretty neutral. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. So I have a question for yes. Rita. Rita, are you still yeah. there? Okay, awesome. I am. Uh, <laughs> how can people come see this show? Um, we have an opening on Saturday from 2 to 4. Um, and then we uh, the gallery is open Tuesdays and Thursdays, 10 to 2, and Wednesdays and Fridays, 1 to 6. And how and long? Saturdays, nine, noon to 4. So it's all on our website, and uh, we put the show advertisement on a lot on our Facebook page. <laughs> so yes. It's, Yes, there is an opening reception. Is that what I read as well on yeah. on yes. uh, the twentieth, May twentieth? Yes. Perfect. Right, and that and Brian's going to give out his the prizes that he chose. <laughs> at that time. <laughs> so it should be fun. And I and honestly, I'm I'm going to say this: if anybody's interested in purchasing art, I would come on Saturday because okay. I don't think it's going to stick around long. Sure, <laughs> sure. So all of these pieces that are that are in the small work show um, is are up, also up for sale. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Yes. Awesome. Very nice. Do the artists also come and represent themselves um, or only if they be local? That, sure. Um, our local artists will come. Okay. And our just folks that are interested. Some of the artists are like from New Jersey and. Mm-hmm. Albuquerque and things like that. Sure. So they, they may not come. Right, right. <laughs> they may not come for the day. Well, you know, at least it's May and not February, so <laughs> there might not? be a chance they'd want to come. <laughs> it's still, from the looks of it, it's still going to be cold. I know, I know. <laughs> but, but we'll get, we, we, uh, we put our uh, presentations on, on YouTube, and so they can they can be involved that way, but it's, you know, there's only so much you can do as an artist traveling around your shows. <laughs> Very neat. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure that, yeah, that this isn't the only thing that they're participating in, probably. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so yeah. you have to kind of choose where you're able to go, definitely. Yeah. Um, so, so Brian, um, how do you, how does one get chosen to be a juror of a show? I mean, you obviously have been in the, in the art seen for for a long time do you just have colleagues and and people like that that you've worked with over the years that you get asked or is there something something i've never bribed anybody (laughs) wink wink no No, i think because of the amount of show jury shows i've entered my name gets pushed up to the sure a certain level, and then they recognize that uh, mm-hmm. this person's active sure. in this particular media that does this kind of work. Yep. We'd like to ask this person. So oh, okay. That's the only way I could guess how they would operate. That. Sure, sure. So you you submit your name to be a juror? No, then. Oh no, no, you don't. Okay. Oh, no, that's totally oh. totally asked. Oh, okay. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, it's like being asked to be president. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And I'm sure it's quite the honor too, especially maybe the first time you were ever chosen too. It probably, you know, was maybe a, a standout moment in your, in your life. Yes. Oh yeah. I, 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 again, um, I don't like, I'm not a fan of traveling, but you, you put up with that to get to that venue. Right. So you can actually see the work up, up yeah. close. And it's, 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 it's any case it, seeing these works in the present show at ArtWise, mm-hmm. you'd see one image on a flat screen. Well, sure. then you see the actual 3D work, and that's quite... Uh, quite, quite different, I'm sure. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, my expectations of the work shifted. 
Yeah. And I also had my son and my wife look around the show with me to kind of, you know, nudge me with my elbows. And <laughs> 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 Not really. No, no it was. Uh, so it, uh, it, it becomes that uh, accumulative feeling that you get about quali- a certain quality level mm-hmm. that's kind of inherent after mm-hmm. a while, and you go for that. Now, that, I know that sounds ambiguous. It's, <laughs> it's, it's hard to define, right. but that's about the feeling you get after a while. Sure, sure, absolutely. And are you still, um, you know, I'm sure once an artist, always an artist, are you still creating pieces yourself? Yes, I am. Wonderful. Yeah, I've, in the last four or five years, I've kind of downplayed the watercolor a little okay. bit and gone more for ballpoint pen on, on paper. Oh. And about the same size, nothing larger than maybe 13 by 9 inches. But sure. uh, just trying to do uh, the work that's more like ad-libbing, uh, mm-hmm. improvising, just not thinking. It's almost like the surrealist approach sure. where you don't really have anything in mind. You just make a mark on the page and then you react to the mark on right. the page and See where it takes go from you. there. It's, it's, I'm sure it's the same, very similar in music and yeah. writing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm sure. I know. I'll, I mean, I definitely suffer from good old writer's block every once in a while. <laughs> You'll get a, so far. And oh, of course, I do my best thinking like, you know, when I'm not anywhere near a computer or near, you know, mm. a pen and paper. And then I also forget easily what I was going to, <laughs> what I was going to write or whatever. But you come up with yes. this great headline, and then it's like, yeah. at least me in the middle of the night, I'm like, no, that's a great headline. Yeah. And I like repeat it like <laughs> repeatedly for half an hour before I fall back asleep, and I wake up in the morning and no, nope, still gone. It's still gone. gone. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get I get the same feeling yeah. when I'm, I'm drawing. Uh, in some days, they f- the ideas flow out mm-hmm. very quickly and yeah. smoothly. Others, they're very ragged. And some days, there's just no feeling of uh, satisfaction with sure. what you're making marks for. And sure. it follows in any art. So area. is there a term for that? Like we said, writer's block. What would you call it as an artist? Uh, good question. Is there, is, there, <laughs> is there a phrase for that? I don't really have a clever phrase. <laughs> or a witticism that would uh, kind of and, and, and capture that, what you're referring to. No, I, I don't know. But I'm sure everybody has that. And uh, there have been many cartoons, especially in the New Yorker, yeah. where the artist faces a, a blank canvas yeah. and nothing happens. It's <laughs> like looking at a wall. Right, and, right. And nothing happens. Well, I don't work that way. I don't look at a blank piece. Piece of mm-hmm. paper. I'm looking through old magazines. I'm looking through encyclopedias. I'm looking through things I took out, my old drawings. Sure, something and that would maybe inspire you. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, just kick you in, yep. into maybe thinking, rethinking something. And sure. that's the other thing that's fun about art, I think, is looking at something that you've done before and 20 years later you look at it entire, uh, very differently. Yeah. As you mentioned that at the beginning of the broadcast here, how art has changed over mm-hmm. the last, uh, as I mentioned, 60 years. Uh, <laughs> and the entertainment business, same thing. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Wow. Yes, absolutely. Right. It's always ever-changing and evolving. And, I mean, you look at things that, you know, were produced a decade ago and at the time they were as you know as cool and as new and as hip and whatever as you could possibly get and now it's you know 100% different mm-hmm. unless it's Jurassic Park if you ask my son he says that still holds up <laughs> does it yes oh yeah i mean that was probably ahead of its time <laughs> my mom always refused to watch that movie she thought it would give her nightmares yeah <laughs> uh, yeah yep. Um, well, that's that's great. I'm I'm really excited. So the the show itself, the the nationwide show of small works, um, it's going on for how long? The the actual exhibit. 
through um, June 30th. June 30th. Okay, so we've got a, a nice little over a month of um, opportunity to, so so people can purchase, um, like you said, the, the art uh, that's that's being displayed, but obviously it will stay on display for the duration of the of the exhibit. So are there other um, upcoming exhibits and, and things like that that we should look forward to, Rita? Our next one is kind of exciting. It will be in, it will open in mid-August. We have an artist that's in this show that is um, working on a, a book of her photography, and she is going to um, have hopefully have that available or at least let people know about it. Okay. And she, she will have her um, altered photographs, which is not what she calls it. Okay. Digital photography composites on on show very neat and that that's kind of exciting yeah and what about uh june 10th and 11th what will art wise be doing on those two days (laughs) we will be at the park (laughs) 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 university park yes yes doing artworks with children oh (laughs) that's awesome yeah we don't ever really want to get away from children but we want to widen our our focus so absolutely <laughs> that was a shameless plug for, for our yep, i figured so <laughs> <laughs> not shameless at all well i mean that is the point of of this of this podcast is to shed light on the arts community and all the things going on um in in our community i mean like I was saying before, everybody's kind of coming out of hibernation and we're starting to have these, um, you know, between farmers markets and, and outdoor art fests. And, and people are just, I feel like, get kind of excited around this time of year to, to, to get back into things. So, Danielle, the uh, Young Professionals are hosting Art C. Is that yes, this weekend? Yes, that's this weekend. Well? Oh, it is. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I always loved Art C. North Dakota Museum of Art. Make sure to stop by and support. And I also saw that Central is doing their first student sale this oh, weekend oh, as well neat. at Grand Forks Central. So there's a lot of, lot of opportunities to My get goodness. into the visual arts yes. right now. So that's awesome. Yeah, there's there's tons c- coming up and going on, and that's awesome. Did you have something else to, to I contribute? Did have yes. A question yes. for Brian. Absolutely. So Rita had mentioned that there were some awards at the upcoming show. Did you come up with these awards? What are they? And um, is it difficult trying to decide who gets an award, <laughs> especially when it's a multimedia show? Yes. And especially when he's completely objective. <laughs> <laughs> Clever. Uh, yeah, it is difficult because um, Rita and Pedro uh, decided, decided for 500 three $100 awards. I'm going to chip in on my own uh, two $100 awards as jurors awards, and then we'll offer three honorable mentions. So uh, is that correct? Oh, four honorable mentions. Ah, yes, yes. (laughs) And I I think as a juror and looking at the level of quality on the show, Mm -hmm. it's always difficult to say this person doesn't deserve such and such. Right. I I wish they had more money, as they would too, Mm -hmm. to give out awards to almost all of the artists like that. But that's ludicrous in some ways, so it isn't a competition. Right. But, uh, yeah, it is difficult. And um, hemmed and hawed about what is the best work in the show and it becomes a two-dimensional work. Mm, now, mm-hmm. again, that's my background. Right, so, right. Uh, and But I did admire the three-dimensional works there. Some excellent ceramics, small metal pieces, mixed media, wow. like that. So uh, I, it's impressive. Yeah. Does that answer it? 
Yeah, okay. I think so. <laughs> I was, I literally was just in Omaha. I got back yesterday. Um, and I was, I was there for a site visit for, um, another aspect of, of what we do here at, at BBI. And, Omaha, I, I don't know if you've ever spent any time there, but they actually have this this new district in town. It's not even, it's not a new district. It's just more of an up and coming uh, area of town. And um, the the gal that was um, leading me around on a site visit uh, showed showed us this, and I, I forget the name of the building, but it's basically this artist cooperative space that was really, really neat. And it was started by um, uh, someone who does pottery, like a steel worker, a glass blower. And I think there was one more. And they they took over this old like kind of warehousey building, and started offering studio space for for artists, and also um, sort of interactive spaces too. For uh, for instance, the person who does the glass blowing will offer glass blowing classes. There's pottery classes, all of that, and it's just so neat to see, um, you know, a space for artists and and all sorts. I mean, it was things were hanging all over the hallway. I mean, there's jewelry, there's paintings, there's ceramics, there's pottery, there's just everything you could imagine. And it's just all so cool. And it's, it's so interesting to see people's styles. I mean, they're so different. I mean, you have very traditional artists and, and then you have the very abstract works and then some are just really kind of funny and, and it's just, it's just so neat to see. And you'd love to be able to pick the brains of, of all the people behind the, um, behind the art and, and see kind of what they're, what their influences are and how they got started and how they chose the particular path that they're on in terms of their, their art. And it's just, it's neat to see a space like that, but it's open to the public and it's, um, it's yeah, a really, a really good spot to, to go visit. Did you take glass blowing classes? Because I no, think that would I be want to, though. amazing. I guess it's quite a process, too. I don't know. I mean, I will not speak to it because I know nothing about it. But uh, I was told that it is quite a lengthy process in terms of what you need to do and letting it form and set and that kind of thing. So it's, you, yeah, yeah. You've done it before? No, I've no. watched it. <laughs> yeah. no, when, yeah. I was, when I was down in, uh, teaching in Chico, uh, they added a glass blowing uh, segment to the art department. Oh, choices yeah. of media there and they found out later it was very expensive because yes. of the amount of gas mm-hmm. oh yeah to keep the furnaces yep. going and uh yep. but it's some of the results are just gorgeous oh it's there. and of course so pretty dale chilhuli visited us there uh, oh. before he had his eye accident in around 1970 i think it was and, okay uh, it's quite of course later on and you'd see his work out of his studio like that wow uh, yeah muddy waters and grand yes. forks it's a it's a little like that but mm-hmm. it's just ceramics mm-hmm. like that but right yeah it takes real special people with a lot of drive to want to keep a co-op going <laughs> yes absolutely yeah, it was it was interesting to see you know and I, I have no idea what you know a space like that would rent for or anything like that but it was just nice to see a, a you know a common place for for lots of artists to go and and exhibit their works and and have a space to be Get it out of the garage or the studio at home. Right. <laughs> hey, Dean, what do you know about glass blowing? Well, you know, I was thinking maybe in a couple of weeks we're going to have a glass blower here right at the University Park. <laughs> right next to the ArtWise uh, area where you can, uh, kids can uh, do an art project and then they can watch a glass blower work. That's like, awesome. Like doing a live demo. Wow. That's Oh, that's really yeah. neat. Very neat. Mm-hmm. Well, wonderful. Um, anything else you'd like to share with us? No, I think we've covered it all. Wonderful. How about you, Rita? Anything anything no, more good. from you? you? Well, wonderful. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you both so much for, for joining us. And um, 
yes, everyone, uh, you know, come out to ArtWise, support your local artists, and also, you know, view some works from folks all around. And, you know, and just remember, you know, the art scene is is alive and well in our in our little community. And, um, yeah, go out and support art wherever you can. Rita, what's your website where people can get more information? It is artwisegf.com. Perfect. Wonderful. All right. Well, thank you again, and good luck with the show. And, uh, yes, we'll look forward to seeing you again. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Thank you, everyone. Bye-bye.